Hey folks, hey superstars, hey, this is Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin. Welcome to another Millionaire Midnight Rant Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin Podcast. Welcome to the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. And tonight, I am going to give you the opportunity to ask me anything here. And if you're listening to me on Spotify or maybe on Apple Music here, um, I do typically go live every night on my Instagram account, Wesley Million Dollar Virgin. Yes, I'm a multimillionaire. Yes, I'm self-made. Yes, I'm worth over $40 million. And yes, I'm in the digital marketing space. And I use this platform and this podcast to help new entrepreneurs, to help people who are struggling in their business, and also people who would like to learn how to use their mindsets how to manifest their dreams here. So welcome. Go ahead and come with your names here below if you're logging in on the live here. And you can post your question below. You can ask your favorite millionaire anything, anything that you want for free. I typically charge about $50,000 an hour to have any type of mentor session with me. But on these rents here on the podcast, I do it for free. And it's only one reason why I do it for free, because I care, okay? I care about you. I care about your dreams, your hopes, your expectations. And let me tell you why I care, because I know you're asking, you're thinking, like, why Why do you care about me, Wes? You know, you don't even know me. Well, because I used to be you. I used to be you. I used to be a young man lost, not knowing what to do, a young man making a ton of mistakes, a young man that wanted to be rich. But I grew up on the south side of Houston, Texas. I grew up where poverty was stricken. Poverty was everywhere. And I just know how it feels to struggle. I know how it feels to think that you're doing everything right and you're still not getting the result. And all I want to do is make a contribution to the world. And it doesn't matter how big I I become or how influential and how many hundreds of millions of people to ever listen to this information here, um, I would do it until I leave the earth, and I'll do it for you here, okay? Because I want you to win, I do. Um, everybody's not gonna win financially, but I want more people to have the opportunity to win, and to do that, you have to have the right information to do that. Hey, Candy, how are you? Hey, Tiffany, what's going on here? Black American goddess. Um, juicy, uh, uh, make sure you take notes, make sure you take notes. If you're going to listen to the right here and listen, I'm going to applaud you because it's Saturday. Well, it's like Sunday. Well, no, it's still Saturday and a ton of people are out having a great time, but not you, you know, you're at home and I'm going to say that you're working on something, right? I'm going to assume that you're working, correct? on your dream, your desires, because the weekend work is very necessary. And only entrepreneurs understand what the weekend work consists of. And these are the people that are able to live their life how they want to live them. And the other people that's having fun right now, you know, well, shout out to them as well. All right. Comment your names here below. Corey Mills, how are you? Liz, Lisa, how are you? Myla, yes, Mel, how are you? Hey, Philip, what's going on? Colin, how are you? 
We have Lysa, Carla, how are you? Mr. Wynn, great evening here. Um, and, and thank you for the likes and loves and attacks. I do appreciate that. I do see you guys leaving comments below. And if you just leave a comment below, I appreciate that. Um, this will allow more people to listen to this. I think it's important that many people that want to be rich, want to be successful, that they have an opportunity to do that. Okay. So without you, I can't spread the message. I'm only one man. So with you and your help, I do appreciate the love, like, and shares here. So let's get to business here. Hey, Xavier, how are you? Affiliate, Sarushi, Keisha, how are you? All right, so let's get started. Hey, Rosemary, how are you? So go ahead and ask me anything. Um, comment your question here below. And remember, this is a rant. If you don't want your feelings hurt, you probably want to leave, okay? I'm going to be very blunt, very direct here. Um, yeah, I'm a compassionate man. I'm I'm an empathetic man as well, but I'm a no bullshit type of person here. I mean, that's the reason why I'm wealthy because I don't play around, with, especially when it comes to business, and especially when it comes to doing what I do best, which is helping people succeed greatly. I've helped tons of people make six figures, seven figures, leave their jobs. And I'm very proud of myself that I've allowed so many, many women around the planet to understand that working a job for the rest of your life is just futile and you deserve to live the life that you're supposed to live, not the one that has been created for you based off your job or whatever your current situation is, okay? What was your breakthrough moment that changed your entire life? Because every year, um, you know, Funny you ask that. I can tell you exactly what changed my life. Um, and it's probably not what you think, but many of you already know the story. But my my life changed at the age of 20, 21 years old. Um, at about 20, 21 years old, I, I had a good job. And I had no thoughts or any desire to be rich or successful. I was going to climb the corporate ladder. Because many of you know that I was a computer engineer. I was brand new in the computer field, but I loved it. I had a passion for computer technology. And I thought I was going to climb the corporate ladder. I want to be honest with you. You know, I was making $8 an hour and I was excited. Because I was doing what I want to do, right? You know, I don't, listen, I don't, I know sometimes you guys think I throw rocks at jobs. But listen, if you have a job that you love and you're enjoying yourself, then hey, do your thing, Right? You got teachers out there that are doing it because they love it, not because of the salary, but they love it because they like making a contribution to people's lives. So um, if you have a job that you love, shout out to you. But so my life changed because I was working for a car dealership for about two years. And I remember getting a raise and I was making $11 an hour, folks. I mean, I was getting paid. I was just $11 an hour back, in, you know, a couple of years ago. You know, it was a lot of money. It was pretty good, right? 400 bucks a week, balling out of control, right? Let's go buy the Lamborghini. But something very interesting happened one day, Monday, one Monday morning, okay? That would have changed everything for me. And I came to work. Long story short, there was a virus in all the computer systems. And man, I was running all over the place to the parts department to the sales department, the accounting department. Basically, everything was down because we had to unplug the servers, which means that if there's no servers, then 
there's no opportunity to do work, right? So the dealership was pretty much down, which is a no-no. So I'm running around trying to fix everybody's computers, trying to clean the virus. And I went upstairs and I saw the owner of the dealership. We were eye to eye. He was an older man. His name was Will Carroll Smith. I'll never forget that old, beautiful white man, Caucasian man. I loved him because let me tell you why I love that, that white man, because he gave me an opportunity and he taught me a lot of things about business. He taught me how to take my time. He taught me patience. He really did, honestly. Uh, I remember when I first was hired, within two weeks, I pretty much nuked this entire laptop on accident. And he just said, Wesley, slow down. Take your time. Be very careful. Be cautious in what you're doing. And this don't, you know, just just be patient and, and be very meticulous when you work at it. So I learned a lot from that, man. I'm be honest with you. So obviously... When I saw him upstairs and I was eye to eye from him and he said, Wesley, stop. What's going on? And I was nervous and worried and said, sir, I'm trying to see what's going on with these computers here. It seems that we have a virus. He said, stop. He stopped me mid-sentence and he said, you're done here. True story. I mean, no pat on the back. I mean, no slap on the hand. You know, no. Well, get it fixed, Wes. No write-up, no suspension. Just you're done here. After two years of busting my ass, and I really did because I loved the job. I never had any issues before that. And he said, you're done here. And he walked me into the accounting office and had the young lady print up my last check right there. And he walked me out off of campus and I got in a Tahoe. I just bought a brand new Tahoe from the dealership, by the way. And I drove home. And on the way home, my entire life flashed before my eyes because I was just shocked. You know, sometimes when you work for people, you just think that you're so good and you're just the best that they would never fire you, that you believe that you're not expendable, right? You say, man, nobody going to fire me. I'm the best. I'm the best. That's what I thought. I said, they need me. Well, had a rude awakening that day and I was driving home. And that day I said to myself, never again. Because my loyalty was to the company, but I learned something very valuable. That the company that you're working for, I don't care how many Shipley donuts they bring you on Monday. I don't care how many work functions and Christmas parties you go to. Um, the company has no loyalty to you. You'll be gone. Okay? <laughs> I'm telling you, you'll be gone quickly here. Uh, especially a company that's progressing. And I learned a very important lesson there that, you know, I was expendable. So... From that day, you know, like 21, 22 years old, I said, you know, never again, man. I have to find a way out. I need to start a business. I need to figure this thing out. I didn't know anything about business. I didn't even know how to spell the word entrepreneur, you know, but that changed my entire life. And then from that moment, I was on the journey, okay, to becoming the man that I am today. But I thank God for Will Carroll Smith for firing me. I love that white man. Honestly, I really do because 
if it wasn't for him terminating me, uh, I'll probably still be in corporate America right now, honestly. Because it was a rude awakening, folks. It just, it blew my mind. I just, I couldn't believe it. Like, I was in shock for a week. I just couldn't believe I was fired because I was like, I really prided myself in my work ethic and what I do. So it blew my mind, but shout out to Will Kara Smith. He's the reason why I'm a multimillionaire today. And um, I love that man for that. Maybe I should go see him, right? He has a new dealership by the name of Monument Chevrolet in Pasadena. And I don't know if he's still alive. Hope he is, because one day I, I think I'm going to drive my Rolls Royce up there. And I'm going to buy a car from him just to buy one, you know. just just Maybe I just give it away. But I want to tell him, thank you, man. You changed my entire life. I'm wealthy just like yourself. He taught me a lot. He really did. I'm not going to lie to you. You know, indirectly taught me so much. He gave me the opportunity to see his boat. I've never seen a, never seen a boat in my life, right? I came from the ghetto. So when I saw this man boat and he was telling me stories on how he do these poker challenges every weekend. And I met his sons. And I mean, I just was exposed to you a lot. And, um, yeah. All right. Question here. Zilla, you want to drive my Rolls? Why? Why, Zilla? Why you want to drive my Rolls Royce? I don't even drive. Bridget, how are you? Next question for me. That was a great question, by the way. Uh, Wes doesn't like when you can't spell, princess. <laughs> She's right. Yeah, borrow. What's borrow? 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 <laughs> questions for me, talk to me. I'm here to help. Where are the questions here? Talk to me. Talk to me. Talk to me. Hey, Monique, how are you? Talk to me. I'm looking at the questions here. Hey, I'm here to help, folks. Um, I mean, unless you have a million dollars in your bank account right now, or at least 100 k uh, if you have a job, you should have questions here because it's almost 2023. I mean, think about it. The year is over. And a lot of you, not everybody, but a lot of you have not made any progress this year. How many of you have made zero progress? Comment below. Be honest. You haven't made any progress with your body, your physical body, your health. Haven't made any progress with your finances. Look at your bank account. Do you have more or less? Look at the car you drive. Where do you live? Nothing has changed. That's a lot of you. And if you want things to change, that means you must change what you do in life. Hey, Aaron, how are you? So Maria. So he decided to apply it all to promoting himself. He just released his first album. Uh, now getting through one more semester. After that, any advice in the music industry? He is 22 and gifted. Uh, you know, the music industry is tough. You know, I don't know. I don't know anything about the music industry, I'm going to be honest with you, but I'll say this. I, If he can be independent, and if he really is gifted, then I would say he should never be signed for... Just stay independent. You don't need to get signed you know, from music labels. I wouldn't do that at all. Because now we live in a time where you just have direct connection to your customers, right? You know, Instagram account, you can just sell your own stuff. To your audience digitally, honestly, makes sense. So, I wouldn't, I would definitely wouldn't recommend doing that. Signing with any type of companies or music labels. Uh, 
questions here. Talk to me. What do you What do you do that made you millions? Uh, yeah, Xavier, I created digital products, which I do today, like eBooks. We sell a ton of digi digital um, offers around the world right now. So yeah, that's what I do. And we also have schools and training facilities. I mean, facilities, not facilities, but online training courses as well. Hey, Laurie, how are you? Hello, Wes. I want to make you millions. Where do I get the affiliate? Just go to digitalstore24.com. You'll see my program, The Genie Script. Diana, how are you? Vanessa, tips on advice on networking for business, for beginners. Networking, uh, Diana. So it all depends on what you're trying to do. I will say this. Whatever niche that you want to be in, like whatever the business is, network with those peoples, right? Network with the people who are doing what you want to do. If you want to be an internet marketer, find internet marketing groups, okay? Go to the conferences. If you want to be a network marketer like MLM, then get around those people, right? So whatever you want to become or whatever you want to be, just get around those type of people. You want to be a doctor, get around doctors. You want to be a nurse, Find nurses, get around these people, right? It makes it easy for you. When you're in the environment, the environment is very influential and it's helpful to you. Questions here. Emmanuel, how are you? Ruth Ramirez. Most of the time, I want to know how do you cut off people without being crazy? Also, what are your tips on closing for high tech sales? I want to know how do you cut off people without being crazy? Why would I? I mean, I'm crazy why would i be crazy if i cut people off i don't i don't i don't understand what's crazy about that i was just talking to an individual like maybe yesterday you know you know people have a very very tough time um severing relationships and just cutting off people out of their life and you don't have to necessarily cut them out just put some distance between them right because what you're doing is just more important than them honestly like me what i'm doing right now like i'm working on two companies right now and I'm building them and working on them in a very uh, sedulous with my work ethic. Listen, um, that's the only thing that's important to me right now. No, people, family, no. They're second to what I'm doing, okay? Which means if I don't answer any calls, I'm not going to answer any calls. And uh, I don't see why you'll go crazy just cutting people off in your life, honestly. And also tips on closing for high ticket sales. I would say you need to read the book Persuasion by Robert Cialdini. And um, and there's many courses out there, but you need to read books on influence for sure to learn how to do that. Because it doesn't matter if it's high ticket, low ticket. I mean, people would spend $48 and $48,000 on the same exact thing if you're able to sell it properly. I would say this one thing in sales, hey, Abigail, that whenever you sell something, sell the benefits, sell the, don't, like, don't sell the features, sell the benefits, sell the story and create an image in the person's mind of what they will receive after they do or buy your product. That's it. Paint a picture in their mind. That's called future pacing. If you do that very well, you can sell anything. What's the going rate for ad, an ad manager? Uh, a media buyer is the correct terminology. Um, psh, they can get very expensive, $5,000, $10,000 a month. And some ad, some 
ad managers, man. They'll take a percentage of the company as well. So it all depends. I mean, I'm talking about people that know what they're doing. What's your new year plan? I'm starting a 15-day challenge throughout the next month's whole new body transformation. Um, I don't have a new year day plan, folks. Every day is a new year to me. Like, I don't do the New Year's resolutions. To me, that's bullshit. Um, <laughs> you know, I honestly, I was very unaware that it's December, that it's almost Christmas. Like, I, I, I've just been busy working. So I, I just, I don't know what day it is, honestly. Is it Saturday, Sunday? Is it Christmas? I, I don't really care. So, yeah, I don't have a plan for the new year. I mean, I'm going to make a ton of money. 2023, I'm going to make $100 million. And I'm sure it proof. To you folks, obviously, I'm going to give you access. Well, I'm going to let you see it on Instagram here. So, um, yeah, plan is to make a ton of money. Let's say, hey, bossy, let's say we have a burning desire for X go, but it's not something we 100% can conceive and believe is possible. How do we increase our belief? Good question here. So that's a great question, by the way. So what the young lady is asking me is, how many of you believe that manifestation is real? Like how many of you right now that's listening to me believe that manifestation is real? Like you can take a thought and you can make it real using your mind power. Like mind power is a true thing. You know what I mean? It's just not talked about in America as much as it is in other countries. But because um, people just, they're all about the work, right? Do the work, do the work, do the work, do the work. Well, you can use your mind power to do a lot of things once you properly train the mind properly here. Um so say if you want to manifest something, but you don't necessarily believe you can have it, right? Say you want a million dollars, but you don't believe you can have it. So what I would say is do what is called chunking. You want to chunk it down. So instead of, say if you want 80000 a month, well, how about we start at 20000 a month? Because if you're not able to conceive it, it's going to be almost impossible for you to receive it, right? To believe something, you have to have pictures and images in your mind that is possible for you. The reason why it's very difficult for a ton of you to believe that you actually can make a million dollars, say in a month, two months, in a year, because you have no pictures or no images and no neuro uh, 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 receptors or memory that aligns with that thought. So you can think about it and say, oh, I believe I'm a millionaire. I believe I will be. I believe I might have a million. But it's nothing in your mind, in the conscious or the unconscious mind that validates that thought. Does that make sense? So that's the tough part. So it's another word that the young lady used, conceive. Conceive is very important because conceive means you have to be able to create images that validate the thought. And that's why meditation, I believe, is just one of the best ways to get yourself to believe something that you want. It's it's something that's called mental rehearsal. And mental rehearsal doing meditation is, say, say for instance, um, you want to buy a Lamborghini. So you can rehearse yourself going to the Lamborghini, writing a check, buying the car, getting the car, understanding the specs. Like you can see yourself working in the business, making money. It's called mental rehearsal, okay? Like basketball players do this, athletes all day long. You can rehearse mentally exactly what you want to take place in the physical world. Now, I know some of you might say, well, how long do you have to do it? Well, how long do you have to mental rehearse until, you know, it's different from everybody. Honest. But I would say this, the more you mental rehearse something, 
the more you think about it, then it tends to happen faster. And um, whatever you believe or whatever you want to believe, you have to feel it. It's not enough just to have a thought. Like how many of you watched the movie The Secret about the law of attraction? Well, what the, what the secret failed to tell you and to really deep dive into is just the feeling of it all. You have to feel that you're already living the life that you want to live. And that's very difficult for a ton of people. And that's why I introduce and suggest meditation. Because you have to disconnect from the current reality. Does that make sense? A lot of you, you live in this reality of struggle, misery, pain. You know, not saying you have pain all the time, but it's just more pain is more upset, unhappiness, addiction than anything, right? You have more pain than pleasure. Most people do. Or they think about it, you know, debt, bad credit, evictions, bankruptcy, bad relationships. Somebody cheated. Somebody hurt your feelings. So we experience more pain and more displeasure than anything. So what meditation does, it gives you the opportunity to disassociate yourself from your current reality and start to work on what is called the new self. Does that make sense? When you're meditating, you're basically divorcing the old self and creating a new mental picture of the new self. That's what I did. I had to divorce the old Wesley virgin that was irresponsible, that was lazy, that was rebellious, that didn't want to listen to anyone, that was a bad financial uh, budgeter. Make sense? And I had to picture the new me, which was successful, wealthy, works out, you know, sexy, amazing, you know, uh, high, uh, astute, you know, ton of acumen, that guy. Does that make sense? All right. Is sponsorship a gift or an investment from the sponsor? What is your definition? Is sponsorship a gift? You know, it depends on what context you're talking about, Maria. Are we talking about sponsorship? Like when you sponsor a family on Thanksgiving? Are we talking about sponsorship and network marketing? I need a little bit more context. Please, more about visualization. This is Lana here. Hey, Lana, how are you? I can't see clear pictures, but those more like random visions. But I wasn't yet able to visualize clearly even when I'm in alpha level. So understand something about meditation, Lana. And I want everybody to understand this. And this is important because I know a lot of you you know, you're trying to do it, you're doing it, and sometimes you can get the images, you can see it, and sometimes you don't. Listen, and write this down. Repetition is the mother of skill, okay? Like, I've been meditating for 10 years, and I don't miss a day. Now, listen, let me tell you this. Every meditation that I do, like today I meditated three times. Like, every meditation is not a great meditation for me. Sometimes when I meditate, my mind is wandering. Sometimes when I meditate... I just feel that I didn't have the greatest meditation ever, right? I wasn't able to focus on the image or the scenario that I want to take place in my life. But the key is to continue to do it because you will get better. You do it so long, if you just just do it, okay? Continue to meditate. I'm telling you, you're going to have power that's going to be so powerful. You're going to be so powerful as an individual. 
I mean, you're going to feel like a God. I swear to God, like, that's how I feel like I know I'm a God. Like I have done, I have, I have did things with my mind that will blow your mind. I have, I mean, I've manifested things. I've said it and it, and it, and it happened. It's almost like it's magical. It'll blow your mind, but it's because of the years of doing it. Because whenever you can hold a thought in the mind and you can feel as if that thought is actually real, it just happens, folks. Does that make sense? But you're only going to get there if you're repeatedly doing this. And it's a very, it's like, it's a skill, right? It's like any skill that you have to build. You have to continue to do it because the more you do it, you will be in flow and you will be almost untouchable. Like me, I'm untouchable from the mindset standpoint, which means is I don't get too frustrated or irritated about anything because I have total control of my mind. Like if I want something to happen, I can make it happen. If I want to visualize somebody in my life, I can do that. If I want to bring some money in the bank account, I can do that. If I want to anything I want, I mean, I could I can just do it. Okay. It's almost nothing that I can have through the process of using the faculties of my mind, okay? So you just have to repeat it, um, Lana. You know, it has to be a habit. It has to be something that you do. And I would suggest this. The more you do it, the more you meditate, the faster and the more pristine the skill will be, Okay? Hey, Jennifer, how are you? Hey, Brenda, how are you? Does that make sense? Okay. Hey, Con Washington, how are you? Next question here. That's, that's some great questions here. I like that. Can you talk about being in the wishful, the wish fulfilled, in the wish fulfilled, what? And the things that you were doing to stay in these states, the wish fulfilled, I don't know what you're trying to say here, honestly. I don't know if you have some misspell. So I don't believe in wishing. You know, you don't, can't wish for nothing. You're not a kid. It's not a birthday here. Um, you got to be, you have to learn to be in the present. And this is another thing that's very difficult for a lot of you. You have to be in the present. You have to teach yourself. And when you're teaching yourself through meditation, you have to just do it every day. Just like you wash your butt, Right. Don't you brush your teeth every day? Well, you have to meditate every day, okay? Because you have to train your mind to do something that it's not used to. Many of you are in a very robotic state, right? You're just doing the same thing. You're playing the same record that you played yesterday. Many of you are going to do the same thing you did yesterday. You're going to do it tomorrow, okay? Because you're in this <clears throat> very robotic, automatic process or uh, uh, routine. So... When you start to meditate, or you start to try to train the brain, this is a pattern interrupt, right? Because you're doing something that's different. So your mind is automatically, for once, is going to reject it. It's going to repudiate that process because it doesn't want to do that. You're, listen, write this down. This is very important. Your brain and your mind is not created for you to be successful. Honestly. Like your mind was not created for you to be successful. It was created for you to survive, not to be successful, okay? That's why when you have a thought of being rich and being wealthy, and then it's like you can't sustain the activity that's gonna lead to that result because your brain is there to you to live. That's it, it's not 
created for you to be successful. But can you use the brain to be successful? Of course. But it's not created for that. Does that make sense? It's created for you to survive. So that's why when you break your routine and start meditating, your brain is going to say, no, why are you meditating? This is not what we do. We don't meditate. We do other things. Because your mind, the subconscious part of your mind, runs on autopilot. So whenever you break a process like that, you do a pattern interrupt and you do something different, that's why when you like work out for the first time, you tend to quit because your brain is like, what are you doing? You're sore, you're hurting, you're sweating, you're not losing weight. Stop. Because the brain wants to go back to the habit, man. It wants to go back to the programming that it's familiar with. This is very important to understand when you're trying to change. This is very important with change work, folks. Okay, you got to understand that. That's why you have so much resistance when you try to start something new and you want to be or create habits around that. Uh, it's difficult. It is. It is. It's tough. But it's not impossible, of course. All right? Questions for me here. Hey, Sienna, how are you? Are you guys, is everybody getting value here tonight? Comment below, value. And by the way, get up. Let's go. I don't feel the energy tonight. Listen, high income, high energy. I'm sorry, high energy, high income. And low energy, low income. Which one you want to be? You choose, you select. Okay, I need to feel the energy. Come on now, get up. Want somebody to run around, do something, slap on a button, hit the love button, something. Comment below. Scream. Comment some ex exclamation marks here below here. What's up, Sian? How are you? So Zilla. Question for me here. Just had to work on your capture page. Seems like I'm on track. I started the entrepreneurship 26. I hit a million by 35. Let's go, Xavier. Let's go. Let's go. I asked the question in the question box. I forgot about that thing here. All right, Curvy, I see you. Uh, is investing is investing stock a good way to make millions? Um, it's many ways to make millions of dollars, but you know, don't focus on what you want to do to try to make millions. You know, you know, do something that you want to do to actually do something that's uh, incredible. Here, I have a question for you. I'm in a baking field. And over the fat past few months, I've been more serious in my business. Okay. Uh, my product, my product, my question is when introducing a new product, should I start at a low price or high price? Well, the actual value of the product. <sighs> um, you don't, if it's a physical product, I would say, um, you can test it. You can test digital or physical, right? Test. Test both. Right? Do a split test. You know, test both. If it's going to be on the website, you can test. You can have two pages that have different price points and see which one converts the best. Hey, Wes. What beliefs I have to change? What beliefs? You mean? What beliefs do I have to change within my identity to see myself as a millionaire? Uh, one, you got to believe that you will be a millionaire. And to do that, you got to surround yourself around different type of people. I would say the people that you are around, like your inner circle, your circle of influence, is, is key. It's very important. Like almost everything, honestly. Right? The people that you're around, 
they are influencing you, okay? Like the people that you are around, they are influencing you. So if you want to raise your belief, you have to get around the people who believe the way that you should believe. Like if you're making $30,000 a year and you want to make seventy, you can't stay around $30,000 a year people expecting to make seventy. It's almost going to be impossible. Okay? Thank you for all the golden nuggets. Any nuggets? Of course. Any book recommendations on business, money, and health? I mean, don't get me started with books. I mean, there's a ton of books out there for everything. Um, yeah, it all depends on what you're trying to do. I mean, honestly. Um, I, I always go back to my favorites, Think and Grow Rich, you know. Um, how to win friends and influence people, books like that. You know, they're very foundational books to a person's character and personality. What does it take to meet you? Oh, yeah, I know it's pretty difficult to meet me. You know, folks, I'm just, I'm just, I'm a man. I'm always in his hole. You know, I'm always excluded from the world. I go to the gym and go home. And, um, but eventually I will do seminars. Don't worry. You know, it's coming. I'm just working right now. But, um, you know, if I see you out in the street, you know, hey, say, what's up, Wes? See you in the airport, see you somewhere, just say hello, you know? But I am a very difficult person to get to sit down. Like, many people want to sit down with me all the time. Let me take you to lunch, Wes. Let me sit down with you, Wes. Let me do. But listen, one thing that I value more than my money is my time. Uh, time is very important to me, you know what I mean? Because I'm getting older and I want to enjoy my time and I want my time not to be wasted, all right? So it's very difficult for me to sit down with people uh, with anything these days. Uh, you're welcome, uh, Leximana. I'm thankful that my surgeon did a great job. My booty fat, oh God. Come on, Zilla, what are you talking about? Let's get serious here. What's next here? Questions. Where do you meet people like you? Easy. So write this down. Let me give you a few places where you can meet high quality people so you can get away from Pookie and Ray Ray. Because you guys, you're around Pookie and Ray Ray. You know, I know you're around Pookie and Ray Ray. Gotta, gotta get away from these people. You know, these poverty streaking people. Get away from these people. So, one, the golf courses, okay? And I'm not talking about top golf. I'm talking about professional golf courses. Go there, okay? Wealthy people go there. Five-star restaurants. You don't have to buy anything. Drink a glass of water at the bar. Look nice. Go to the bar. Drink your water and talk to people. That's what successful people are. Five-star hotels. Go to the bar again. Just go to the bar in the hotel. You meet people. You have visitors from out of town. And I would say go to the best hotel in your city and just go look nice and sit at the bar. But watch out for the gold diggers. They're there too as well, okay? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, you'll meet a ton of successful people here, okay? Um, the country clubs. You don't, have to, you don't need a membership to go. To go to the – this is what you do. You go to the country club – you say, I'm thinking about a membership. Can you give me a walkthrough and tell me more about the 
um, the incentives and more about what you guys has to offer at this facility here. So they let you walk through, walk through, walk through, walk through. And after the walk through, they usually kind of let you just roam around. You can just talk to people, okay? At the country club, okay? Are you with me here? So that's a few places where successful people are. Uh, gyms, you know, and I'm talking about the gyms that people pay 200, 300 bucks a month. Those like Equinox, um, they have some other gyms that, you know, rich and wealthy people, they tend to want to go to more of a private type gym. So like those private gyms, you know, in different areas, go to the suburbia area in your town, you know, like here's River Oaks, go to the gym there. And I, I get it. You're so used to the 24 hour fitness in the ghetto, but venture out, man, you know, go to River Oaks if you're in Houston, Texas, depending on where you live. But go to the district that is wealthy, like every city. Every town, state has a city, town, or whatever area where the rich people are. Go there. Walk around. Walk in the department stores. You know, hang out. Just walk around. Feel it. All right? Talk to people. Hey, how are you? What's your name? Oh, I love your car. Whatever. Right? So they're everywhere. But what I've realized that people don't have, like, you don't have an issue with finding them a lot of people, they have an issue of being comfortable being around these type of people. That's what I've learned. A ton of you are scared, right? You are, to be honest with you. It's not that you can't find them. Come on, it's not hard to find rich people, right? Like, go to the Bentley dealership. They're rich. Rolls Royce dealership. Lamborghini dealership. They're there. But you won't go because a ton of you have this low self-esteem about yourself, right? You just feel that you don't belong. And when you give that type of energy that you don't belong, people will recognize that, right? So that's why self-development is so important. You got to believe that you belong there. Some of you won't go to the country club because, you know, you know you're not going to get a membership and you're thinking in your mind that this person, no, you shouldn't be there. But that's just your thoughts, that's your degenerative thoughts. That's not what that person is thinking about. And they're thinking, oh, this person can't afford anything. That's what you're thinking. You're projecting that out into the universe here. And that's why people tend to, they don't want to do it. They're like, oh, I can't go to no country club, man. These people are going to kick me out. I can't go to, uh, I don't know, Chanel store, Harmony store. And I can't go store a million-dollar home. Like, you, you know what you can do? Look. I dare you to do this. You want to buy a house, a mansion, go on the internet, find a house of your dreams, $10 million, $5 million, call the realtor and say, hey, my name is Wesley Burke. Whatever your name is, right? I'm going to say, we'll say your name is Willie Jenkins. Hey, my name is Willie Jenkins here. I'm looking at the listing here that you got here on Zillow.com, and I'm in the market right now. Um, do you think you can meet with me and maybe give me a tour of the property? Sure. Say Thursday about 7 o'clock. That won't work for me. How about Friday around 3 o'clock? Can we meet there? Absolutely. So can I get you information? Absolutely. Then you give me information, and then you just go walk the place. You don't even have to give me a real name if you don't want to. Who cares? But, like, you should do it. You don't have to wait until you have the money, folks. Like, there's something that's called act as if. Like, if you want to be rich and famous and all, you got to act 
like you're already famous, act like you're rich, act like you're a king. You just got to act this way. And listen, this is not theory. I did it. Like, I, honestly, I mean, I did it. You know, how you think I became Wesley, billion dollar version, King West? I just said it. And I said it so much that people just believe they just called me king. When they're like, hey, what's up, king? What's up, billion dollar virgin? Right? So I created this. Okay, I created this monster called Wesley Virgin here, and it worked in my favor. Okay, so I challenge all of you to do the same thing as well. Just go out there and do it, like you're worthy of it. Zilla says her house costs seventy five million dollars. Okay, go toward go toward the seventy five million dollar house. Okay, what's next? Um, who inspired you to think outside of the box? So Maria asked me. Um, you know, it was Will Carroll Smith, honestly, the guy that fired me at the age of 21. Yeah. Like it was a negative experience that allowed me to think outside of the box and think about becoming an entrepreneur, just being terminated. So shout out to my beautiful white boss, Will Carroll Smith. He's my guy. Love you, man. If you're listening to this, I love you. I know it's not, but if it is, love you, bro. So, yeah. Hey, Vanessa, how are you? You're late, Vanessa. Don't let it happen again. Hey, Tessia, how are you? Next questions for me. Talk to me here. Hey, Clarice. Hey, Freckle, how are you? They will ask for proof of funds before walking in multi million dollar property. Not true. That's not true. Asian, whoever that said that. That's not true for every property. Listen, if that happened to you, that means it's something about that conversation. They didn't believe that you were worth nothing. Listen, it's something that's called posturing. Okay, write that word down, posturing. Posturing is when a person meets you for the very first time, within three to five seconds, they are judging you. Okay, they are. Everybody does this. They judge what kind of person you are, about how you speak, your eye contact, how you carry yourself, how you walk, how you dress. So if I'm on the phone, hey, my name is Wesley Virgin here. Hey, I'm looking for a couple of property here, and I want to do a walkthrough here. And I did it. Honestly, I did it. I did a walkthrough of a $5 million house. I didn't have to show any proof that I had any money, but I postured well. The way that I spoke, how I carried myself, they just assumed I was rich. I had nothing, okay? So what I would say, that's why self-development is so important. Work on yourself. Right? So people won't ask all these other questions here, you know? I say, hey, hey, how you doing? My name is Wesley Virgin here. Hey, I saw a property there um, across the pond on Barker Street. I want to see if I can get someone to give me a tour today. Is that possible? I'm sorry? Is that, is that possible? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, Mr. Virgin. You know, let me call somebody. Well, I don't know if we have any, excuse me, you don't have any realtors available. I'm looking to buy immediately here, Okay. I looked at the property. I went through the gated community. I walked around. My children and my wife will love it. I would say it just like that. I don't have a wife, obviously, right? I got children. But that person was like, okay, I'm, I'm sorry. Let me call somebody. And I did this. I did this in Florida one time. One time I went to Miami, Florida, right? Because I wanted to stay on this place called Millionaire. Wait, what's it called? Um, what's it called? It's an island in, in, in Florida. You have to take a ferry to get there. What is it called? Not Billionaire's Road, but it's another, and it's amazing. And I went through everything that was like $7 million, man. But it was, it was gorgeous. And they have their own community there, man. It's amazing. I mean, the own school there, 
on hospital, on everything. It's like segregated from Miami. I just can't think of the name. Um, somebody knows probably. No, not Biscayne Bay. Star Island, maybe. Yeah, maybe the Star Island. Yeah, Star Island, whatever. So I was there, and I'm talking to these people like I'm getting ready to buy. I didn't have to show any proof of anything. My posture so well, right? And you just have to learn. Listen, this is what I want you folks to understand. Uh, I, many of us, like we didn't grow up with a certain type of lingo and dialect when you speak, but you have to learn how to be adaptable to how people speak. And I'm very, like I know how to use my rich, wealthy voice. Like right now, I may say, hey, what's going on here? Hey, I'm looking at a property in the Porsche building in Miami, Florida here, and I'm looking to be on floor 46. Can you make that happen for me? So that's like my rich voice, right? My wealthy. If I speak that way, even on the phone or in person, people will be, they'll gravitate towards me. Make sense? Immediately. And you got to learn how to do that. You should, right? Uh, people take you very seriously here. And then you'll be more adaptable with people. You will have so much power. It'll blow your mind. Because the way that you speak and how you communicate and your cadence to how you speak and your word usage it's important. People judge you quickly. Okay? Because all wealthy and successful people, they tend to know how to communicate, right? And they just know how to talk. So that's why self-development is so important here. Is your growth on your IG followers organic? Yeah, they're organic. But I have done a few um, giveaways like the Kim Kardashian giveaway. I did the... Kylie Jenner get giveaway, so they did give me about a hundred, maybe two, three hundred thousand new followers from those giveaways as well. Everything else been organic since the fat diminisher days. Love you, Wesley. You you forgot to ease, Zilla. Love you as well. <clears throat> Next question for me here: When you started your journey, you rehearsed who you wanted to be, and then it felt as it felt, and then felt it. Was you acted, liked it, and it happened? Jazzy Fizzle, I'm trying to understand your English here, sweetheart. <laughs> and you felt it and was acting. So, listen. This is the key to manifestation. I'm going to keep it very simple here, down to four sentences. Okay. When you have a thought, something that you want, the first thing is you have to act as if you already have it. Right? You just had. You got to act that way, right? You got to act. Like if you have a Lamborghini, you want a Lamborghini? Okay, you have to act like you already own one. Like how do you think a person acts that owns a Lamborghini, right? Uh, cars probably always clean. They're clean. And they take care of themselves, things of that sort. Say if you're going to a big house, whatever. So you have to act as if. And then you have to feel as if whatever you want is actually taking place. You got to feel that way, Okay. And you have to be able to hold that thought for a very long time. That's why meditation is a is a powerful mechanism to allow you to feel that. Okay? And listen, if you're able to do that long enough, you'll start changing. You'll you'll start to change mentally. Okay? Questions here. There are people that are low that Low? What do you mean low? I don't, I didn't get that. 
I saw you a question you never got to me. Oh, I'm sorry. I asked you a question here. I'm sorry, Tiffany, what's your question again? Bossy baby. Wesley, who was the person or people that taught you about meditating, visualizing on your success? Yeah, the first book that I read was called The Silver Mind Method. Get the book from Amazon. Um, and the next book was Breaking the Habits of Being Yourself. So those two books by Dr. Joe Dispenza. Uh, I'm looking for your question here, young lady. Tiffany, can you post it again for me if you don't mind? Wesley, I did what you told me to do. Great, Chef. I... Low people like to judge also. Low people? What's a low person? And listen, can I share something with all of you without you biting my head off or getting pissed at me? <laughs> um... Listen, and this is, I'm very, very serious with you, and I'm going to talk to you like I talk to my children, is, and I'm not trying to be your daddy, you know, but listen, um, you have to really learn how to communicate effectively and use words to express yourself in a way that it is spoken with clarity and you're able to articulate a message that you don't sound dumb, stupid, or incompetent. It's very important. And I get on my children, I, I chastise them. You know, I don't whoop them, right? But I just, you know, I'm going to say, hey, 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 don't say that word. Um, because what I've noticed, like teenagers, this starts when you're young. Because, you know, depending on your parents and how you grew up, they spoke a certain way. And that type of speaking bleeds over in, in your adult life. Because I look at you guys, you know, when, you, when you're writing and you're, the words that you use and how you're using the words and the lack of grammar and the incorrect spelling and the abbreviation of words that shouldn't be abbreviated. Listen, that just shows and displays your incompetence. And it will affect you in your adult life. You'll never know why that you didn't get the job. Maybe because when you fill out the application, when they say, well, oh, why, why should you, why should we hire you? And you probably wrote it in a way that it was written like you was a third grader. And that's why I see just very pervasive, very, very pervasive in people like yourself. You don't know how to write and communicate. Listen, you have to learn how to write. You have to learn how to communicate. Okay. You have to learn how to speak effectively as well. It's important. 100%. If you don't do anything in life, you got to know how to do those things. You got to learn how to do that. Okay? Because it's going to debilitate you. As you get older, you will miss out on so many opportunities. And you won't know why. It's because of the way that you communicate, the way that you write. And if you need a tutor, get a tutor. If you need to learn more, you do, you do whatever you need to do. Right? But you have to learn how to speak. And you have to learn how to be adaptable especially when you're speaking with different type of people, okay? Does that make sense? What's next here? You know, if you need to get in a sales profession, get in a realtor, get in a profession that, um, you know, people speak well because 
you will be influenced. But I, I've seen that just going live and and answering emails. A lot of you, you don't know how to write and you don't know how to speak properly. It's just the way that you use words, you know, it just makes you look very incompetent. It's going to be honest with you. I'm not throwing rocks at you, but you can fix it. You need to fix it quickly. Okay. Let's see here. Hey, Tata, how are you? <laughs> I get excited. Yeah. This rant isn't authentic. Yeah, it is. Low people that haven't succeeded that like to judge trying to bring me down. Oh, yeah, just, you know, get rid of these people, obviously. All right. Questions for me. Questions here. Questions, questions, questions. And another thing is, if I can give you guys some more tips is, learn how to make eye contact, especially for men. Usually women don't have this problem. Women always make an eye contact. Because one thing, a secret about women, and I guess I'll let the secret out so the men know something about women that's very powerful to influence them and control them. Women love making eye contact, by the way. And the reason why they love making eye contact, or it happens, is because women, they go into trance quicker than men all the time, honestly. The reason why men have less power over women all the time is because they either feel nervous or insecure, whatever, you know, when they're talking to a woman, when they're looking at a woman. But like me, if a woman makes direct eye contact with me and I'm talking to her, I have total control over that woman. I know I do. Total control. Because just making that eye contact, I'm talking deeply to her soul, man. It's an unconscious part of her. So eye contact is very important when you communicate. Don't be the guy, the girl that you're trying to have an intellectual conversation or maybe trying to express yourself about your ideal, about your business. I've had people do this. They're they're sharing their business with me, but they're looking to the right of me. And I'm like, oh, my God, am I, am I that bad looking? You can't look me in my eyes here while you share with me what you want to do and how you want. And they look into the I mean, I've had men. They'll look to the right. Like, I mean, it's, <coughs> it's kind of weird, but men to be looking to the left of me, talking, having a full conversation. And it could be intimidation sometimes because I know I could be intimidating. I mean, I get it. But, you know, people are not going to do business with people like that. Right. You need to make eye contact. You got to practice making eye contact. I'm not saying you have to stare at somebody. But when you're talking, you have to look at a person. Hey, how are you? Okay, so this is what I'm talking about here. This is what I want to do in 2023 with the company. Looking at them, looking at the person. Okay, it's important. Eye contact is powerful and you got to learn how to do it. Because when you can't make eye contact... It says a lot about you unconsciously, right? Just like, oh, this person is nervous. This person doesn't know what they're trying to say. They're fishing for words. They're all over the place. And people typically won't do business with people like that. Not at all. And women, by the way, men, they can't stand a man that can't make eye contact. I'm telling you, it's unconscious. It's unconscious. 
I mean, if you're a super attractive man, you probably get away with it. But women love to make eye contact with a man that's talking to them. It's dominant and they love it. Talk to her and look her. I don't care how beautiful she is. I don't care how fine she is. What Look in the eyes, you know. Tell her what you got to say and tell it to her straight. Right? Be Have absolute certainty when you speak to her. I speak to anybody. Eye contact. <clears throat> What's next here? Uh, question here. Also, when a man shakes another man's hand, he should have a firm handshake. Yeah, absolutely, King Dre. Can I give you a trick with the handshake thing, though? So I want you to practice this. I, I talk about this in one of my programs. It's like $10,000, but I give it to you for free because I love you. So whenever you shake a person's hand, man or woman, now, women, uh, women, you shouldn't do this, right? Because, I mean, women, we want you to be feminine, not masculine. But a man, whenever you shake another man's hand, and if you want to show that man unconsciously that you're in control, when you shake the hand, you want to turn the hand down. Like, turn his hand down fast. You shake, boom, you turn it down. Does that make sense? Shake, turn it down. Because what it says on a very unconscious level that you're in control. Many people don't know this at all. And some people do it automatically. And some people just are unaware of it. So make sure the hand is firm and you turn it down. He knows that you're in control. I'm in control of this, this conversation. I'm the leader here. You listen to me. That's the message you see when you do it. Just try it. Whenever you shake a man's hand, man, shake it fast. Grip it. Turn it down. You can pull him in a little bit. Hey, how are you? Put it down, you know, quickly. Make sense? So that you're the dominant man in that conversation. Somebody tried to do that to me one time. <laughs> Caught me off guard in the gym. He said, ah, I did the handshake on you, Wes. I said, yeah, you got me. You got me, man. It's all good. But I need you to listen to me right now, okay? I'm proud of you. But I need you to do more. All right. <laughs> but I, I have a ton of skill. When it comes to influence, I mean, I'm a, I'm a ninja. I'm really good at it. I'm great at it, right? Because I've been doing it for years. So uh, the things that I do, it's it's unconscious, but... I am very aware of what I'm doing to people when I do what I do. Does that make sense? If I'm trying to get someone to do what I want them to do or what I think they should do is best for them, right? All right, what's next here? Yeah, Donald Trump does that as well. What is some advice to women who are looking for a relationship? Um, So you're looking for a man, right? Looking for a man. How many women out there looking for a man? You're looking for a good man, right? Okay, so let me share a few things. Indeed, listen, I'm not a relationship expert, but I do understand a tad bit about people. So women, I mean, first thing is, I'll say this. Some of these preconceived beliefs that you have about men, you need to eliminate these beliefs, such as all men cheat, all men are losers, all men are full of shit. You got to stop saying these things. Like, so many women, when they get hurt in a relationship, they just so repetitive with, man ain't shit. All men cheat. Man, they just break your heart. Blah, 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 whatever. You can't continue to say this and expect the man of your dreams, okay? One, you have to have high expectations for men, and you got to believe that men are good people, okay? You got to believe that they're good. Maybe the ones that you have selected wasn't that great, but have high expectations, which means have the belief that the man that you want 
exist. Okay? Just got to believe it. It's very difficult for women to believe that, though, by the way. Uh, two is you got to be willing to be the type of woman to attract the man that you want. Now, a ton of women, they want a man that's rich, a man that's good looking, successful, communicates well, leader qualities, provider, you know, awesome in the bedroom, can be able to be sociable with others. I get it. You know, you want a lot. And that's okay. But if you expect a lot, I would say you need to make sure that you are aligned with what you want. Like you can't be this woman that's half-assing if you want a man like that. Which means I give an example. You know, some of you women, when you get in a relationship with a wealthy man, a man that's, you know, he, he's a provider, he has some, some good money here. And, you know, you look a certain way in the beginning. And then as the relationship goes on, you start to become lazy when you come home from work, come home, you know, you're just wearing some weird looking clothes. I mean, I don't know. You're not looking pretty, you know, and I know what you're thinking. You might say, do I got to look pretty all the time? Yes, all the, all the time. I mean, it, it is what it is when you're dating that type of man. Now, if you're dating like a Pookie Ray Ray, a man that just got a job making $40, $50 a year to play video games all day, he don't give a damn. But I'm going to tell you something. And rich and wealthy men will never tell you this. Some will. Billionaires will tell you this, though. But you got to be on point all the time. When you come home, you should be sexy as hell. He should want to sleep with you. Every time he come home, he should want to sleep with you because that's how good you look. That means that you got to really pay attention to how you look because the physical features of a woman is just what gravitates a man to a woman. It is what it is. It's always going to be this way, right? So you need to look a certain way, smell a certain way all the time. You hear me? All the time. It's no laziness with a wealthy person because it's another woman out there that is doing whatever she got to do to take your take your take your place. Do you not understand that? You think you think women that watch wealthy men take women around the world, you think they're not paying attention? They're on Instagram too. They seen you going to Greece, they seen you going to Paris, they see you go all in there. Damn. Damn, I'm gonna get them. I'm gonna get them. So she gonna do because she knows, like women knows what needs to be done to attract a man. It's a physical look. It is what it is. I mean, that's the first step. To get a man, how you look. It, it is what it is, right? It's just physical attractiveness. So you got women out there that are working on themselves. They in the gym, squat their ass off, getting that booty fat, right? Make sure that face and that skin is perfect. Skin routine every night, smell good. Teeth white, perfect, everything about them. Hair, just shiny, bouncy, right? And they're not wearing old, what do you call these things? These, um, what do you call these? Bunnets and rollers and yet what what what's going on here? Stop it, right? You got to be on point. And I know some women out here may say, "Oh, that's ridiculous, Wes. That's just too much." Yeah, and that's why you don't have a wealthy man. Oh, that's why you can't keep one. I'm be honest with you, you know, because there's a lot of competition out here. Small women out here, then I'm in. You know, it is what it is. So you got to be on point, man. You got to be, you got to be the type of woman that this man can't forget about you. Like, you need to cook, you got to clean, rub his feet. And I can tell, like, listen, women, if you want a rich and wealthy man, I can tell you everything you need to do, but you won't do most of the stuff. I was talking to a young lady the other day, and she was like, "Ah, I mean, I'm too tired. I can't go home and cook. I can't cook every night. I'm like, why? Why wouldn't you want to cook every night for a man that's going to provide everything for you? Are you kidding me right now? I'm not talking about cooking for Pookie and Ray Ray, but... 
you know, this woman wants to be married. Tell me she's not going to cook every night. I'm like, what? Well, I want a woman that would cook every night. Even though I would have a chef, but if I want food, I want her to go make me food. I don't care if it's 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock in the morning. She should want to get up, take a little pretty ass in that kitchen, <clears throat> and make me some breakfast, and look sexy doing it. Because I might want to bend over that stove. You never know. Does that make that's just what wealthy men want because wealthy men are powerful, right? Because they know they can have whatever they want. So I'll give you some of the things that you need to do, women, if you want a wealthy man and, you know, you want a man that's, you want to keep this man, you know. One, always look attractive. I don't care which, always look good, always. Do whatever you got to do to look cute. You need to look good. And I'm not saying you have to wear makeup in the bed, but you need to look good. Okay, always smell good. You should already know that. Three, you got to be a person that cooks. You need you need to cook. Let me tell you something, women. Some of you women that don't cook for your man, you got a wealthy man, he got a little money. It's another woman. You don't know about her, though. That that woman cooking for that man. You don't know about him, though. I'm telling you something about wealthy men. And see, people, women, they want to know the truth, but you really do not want to know the truth about what wealthy and rich men do. Okay. Rich man will have a woman that will cook for him, have another woman that gives him the best head of his life, another woman that he can take out in public. He has another woman that would um, that's very nice to him, very nurturing, another woman that never argues with him. I mean, you have all these different women because they all have the different attributes that he likes. You have one woman that always compliments him all the time. You're so handsome, baby. You're so amazing. You're so great. Yeah, so you have another woman that gives him the most exotic, erotic sex you've ever imagined. Yeah, I'm telling you, wealthy men will have all these different women. But he wish he could have them all in one. But, you know, it's just it's kind of difficult, you know, because women are very interesting. So you need to cook all the time whenever that man wants food. And sometimes you need to surprise him and cook, cook meals. He come home from the gym, have something cook. Coming over his house, say, babe, you know, I'm a cook. What? You gonna cook? Shit. Damn, cook. We don't have to always order DoorDash and Uber Eats all the time. Right? <laughs> Another thing is, clean. I mean, listen, most rich men have maids. I get it. But if you see something on the floor, pick it up. Why not? You cook, wash the dishes. If your man throw clothes all over the floor because he got a maid that's gonna make it up, pick it up anymore, pick it up for him. These are small things that women just don't do. And they wonder why they can't keep them. Telling you, you got to do the small. It's no big things. Like millionaires don't need you to buy them nothing. They need you to do the small things that they don't even think about. Pick up his clothes, fold them up, put them in the laundry, pull out his workout clothes for the, for the next day. If he works out, pull out his gym clothes. See, women don't even think that. When, let me tell you something. Some women do. Don't think all women don't think some women thinks this way. I'm telling you, and they know how to keep that rich man happy. Okay, you know him. You know he makes protein shakes every day. Make a protein. Get up early and make him a protein shake. What are you talking about? You know he got to get his workout in. Get his vitamins ready for him. Does that make sense? Right. You got to be proactive with these men because, man, you know they get bored very quickly. Especially rich and successful men, they get very irritated fast. Like you ever dated, some of you women have never dated a successful man, so you don't know. But successful men, they get very irritated quickly. Like me, I get irritated very quickly with women. 
You know, it's just how it is. I don't know, because I can just replace her. They're like, oh, she does. A woman can do a little thing. And I'm like, you know what? I can't deal with this shit. <laughs> and I just go get another one. If I want another one, because they're available. Beautiful ones as well. Right? And don't be good looking and rich. I mean, shit. But listen, are you with me here? Let me keep breaking it down to you. Because <laughs> you asked the question, so I'm here to tell you. Do things that he wouldn't expect you to do. If you know, if you know your man has been out here working his butt off all day, working, 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 working. I mean, give him a massage. Say, but you want me to give you a massage? Relax. Take your shirt off. Let me, let me just massage you for an hour. Why not? I mean, this man making millions of dollars and he's taking care of you and giving you everything that you've ever wanted. <laughs> right? Simple stuff. Shall I go on? Speak nicely to him. You should never raise your voice ever to a man that's in power. Don't ever do that. I'm telling you. You'll be gone. He's not going to tolerate it. Maybe some men will, but I know I won't at all. But never do that because powerful men that have a ton of money, they're like very submissive, obsequious women. Speak softly. They like those type of women. They speak softly. Okay, if you don't know how to speak softly, learn. But whenever you show your masculine energy, it turns a wealthy man off. It's like, oh, fuck. No, I mean dealing with her. She's a man. You want to be a man? I can't be with you. Right? Wealthy men, they're very clear about the type of woman that they want. And they want a feminine. They want a girly girl. Okay, they just do. They want a girly girl. They want a girly girl girl. You know, just a feminine girly girl, you know? Smiling all the time, bouncing around, you know, happy. Oh, they're the best. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Women that capitulate. A woman that's not going to embarrass me in public. Like, don't argue with me in public. Don't you ever argue with me in public. Are you crazy? No, you wrong about that. You... Excuse me? Never argue with your man in public. You shouldn't even argue with your man at all. Ever. It doesn't mean that you can't share your thoughts, but it's all about your delivery. I'm just teaching you something here. Women, if you ever want to date a, a, a wealthy man, it's all about your delivery. You can deliver information to a man in a way that it doesn't diminish his ego or diminish his ego as a man because you're going to be gone. Or he's going to replace you. Okay? Don't argue with a man. Don't do that. Ever. Especially not a rich man. You argue with Pookie and Ray Ray. Argue with the man that's playing video games all day and watching sports. Sports. And talking about what he's going to do. You can argue with that guy. But don't you argue with a man that's successful and rich. Got you in a nice penthouse. Got you just looking good. Taking care of you in every way. You kidding me right now? Better get in there and go make him some food. You know, go make sure that his place is looking immaculate. Make sure you're looking good. Take care of him physically. Make sure he feels good so he can make more money. Okay? All right, next question for me here. Great question, by the way. And I understand a lot of you women are not going to do that, and that's okay. And I'm not going to say you're going to be single forever, but I'm just, 
You know, I'm just, it's okay. If, if you're not willing to do it, somebody is. I always remember that. Like, everybody's not going to be rich and successful, but somebody will. Right? Because some women say, that's just too much. I'm like, what? It's too much? It's too hard? Well, I guess that life is not for you. <laughs> uh, what's next here? Talk to me here. Questions here. When you was on your journey to change, did you have times um, where you went back to the being your old self? Never. No, I never went back to my old self. If not, what technique do you use to keep from going back? I mean, when I changed, when your time to go, you mean when I changed? No, when I changed, I mean, I changed forever. Like, I wasn't going back. There was no reason to go back. Like, why would I go back to the old person when I'm the new, I'm the new self? So my question to you is, why are you going back if you're changing? Hey, Trista, how are you? What's next here? Uh, who's worthy of my worth? Always of all those things and then more. But who's worthy of my worth? And that's another thing. Women, stop talking about how. And listen, I'm not here to try to shame women. I just want to be honest with you because a lot of women do this. And I had to check a woman one day because she was like, well, I, I, I'm worthy of everything. My worth is high. And I said, why? You know what that woman said? Because it just is. Now, that's the most silliest response I've ever heard in my... Listen, it's nothing wrong with being worthy. It's nothing wrong, you know, you're the queen, you're the great... Yeah, but you got to explain to a person why you're so great and so fantastic. And sometimes women just feel entitled. They just say, well, I'm the best and I'm just the best thing ever you've ever had in your life. And I'm just the queen. I'm just... But I'm like, okay, that's a lot of words. But what are the actions that align with what you're saying? And, you know, sometimes women just feel they're just entitled because men are stupid. You know, men just deal with any type of woman that has a vagina and women realize that they have control over men. So they just hold themselves on a pedestal. But, you know, my question to you is, you know, because you meet a man like me just saying that you're worthy of everything and you're the best thing since like I'm like, I'm not even listening to you um, because I'm watching your actions. What are you doing? Like even making that statement. Like women that has to say that how worthy they are when it comes to a man and how they are all this and no man will ever probably meet her worth. I don't even deal with women like that ever. Because if you already worthy of the best, you don't need to say it, do you? No, you should just act it out. So women that, you know, you always tell the men I'm how you're the best thing ever and all this, it's a turn off. Just, just shut your mouth. I'm going to be honest with you, just shut your mouth, be quiet. You know, well, you know, this one of the women told me, like, who would cheat on me? No man would cheat on me. I'm this. I'm like, just like, listen, I'm not saying that a man would, but just don't say it. You don't need to say that. It's not attractive. Okay. (laughs) Honestly, who cares? Okay, great, man. Men won't cheat on you. You know, just woman just just said this. Uh, (laughs) Uh, It's so funny. Question. Question. Talk to me.
All right, talk to me here. My worth is priceless and high demand. What's next? Hey, Vanessa, how are you? There's alpha men and there are others. If woman dates real alpha, she will feel safe and relaxed and be her most feminine. If the guy doesn't make her feel safe, you never expect she will be dominating. Okay. Thank you, Maria. You know what Maria said? Thank you for your advice and sharing your time. Now that's a woman that's going to be married very soon. I'm telling you, she's not, she's not already married. You know, you know what I've learned about women? Some women just know the game, man. They know the game. They know how to play it very well. And some women, they don't. You know, because you got some women that just want to be combative. They just want to argue about everything. I mean, they want to disagree with you. It's, it's just how they are, man. Because they just feel that they gotta share their <laughs> share their philosophy. <laughs> well, well, this is what I think. Well, okay, I well, I I strongly disagree with you, Wes. But uh, I don't want to disagree with you, but I do. And blah blah blah. I'm gonna tell you why. Like some women are just like that. But I'm going to tell you something. And I'm not trying to shame women like that, but I would never date a woman like that. Ever. I just won't. Mm-mm. Mm, I just I just can't do it. I, I just won't. I won't do it. I just, I, I don't want to attract women that are just very disagreeable. I, I just don't attract to you. It's not, it doesn't mean that you don't have a voice. It's just, you don't know how to play the game. And... Um, some women do. They just get it. And I would say this. Learn how to be more agreeable with men. Especially if you have a man that's a, a man of value. Just be agreeable, man. Even if he's wrong, just be agreeable. You'll win. But some women will never get it. Questions here. Is it, is it a big turnoff to, to successful or millionaire men if a woman is also working on her career or becoming a millionaire herself? No, not at all. I was dating a young lady like that, too. She's successful in her own right. But what I loved about her is she know how to make the switch. She can be a very authoritative with her employees. But with me, she's a little girl. You know what I mean? She just, I'm daddy. Daddy, can I do this? Daddy, what do you think about this? Yeah. She knows how to turn it off. Some women know how to do that. Some women do not know how to do that. But, um, yeah, of course. If you want to be rich and make millions of dollars, it will support you. But you have to understand when you with that man, you need to be submissive to him. And I don't think it's nothing wrong with being submissive to a man. I don't know why women have such an issue with the word. Some women, when they hear the word submissive, they're like, uh-uh, I'm not being submissive to nobody. Nobody, no man. I'm like, okay, you're going to be single forever. You're going to be upset and pain for, for a very long time when it comes to men. Right? Because to be submissive doesn't mean control. Being submissive, just understanding your role. I mean, don't you want to be less stressed? You want to be more stressed or less stressed? Well, that's what the man does. He's the provider. He makes most of the decisions. So you don't have to make the decisions. Make sense? So you have to learn how to capitulate in his in his ability to provide for you. And that's emotional support as well. Okay? Questions here? It's Bitcoin is the smartest or the hardest. I don't know. I don't do Bitcoin any longer. I'm not into the Bitcoin stuff. I'm not in it. 
I'm out of it. I took my money out. Thank God I did. I've shut up a lot. I'm learning. Good job, Dietra. I'm so proud of you. Yeah, you know, I'm proud of women. Women are, women are definitely learning now. They are. Women are women are really opening up their mind um, and understanding it's not about what they want. It's about what works. You know what I mean? And they're just learning to accept the skills and and they're realizing because there's a lot of single women on the planet. I mean, there's a ton of them. And the women that are single for a very long time, it's just they don't know how to play the game. And then there is a game that needs to be played with men. And it's not like, and when I say game, I'm not talking about manipulating each other, but you just need to learn how, you got to learn your man, right? You got to know your man and know what to do to make sure your man is happy. And it's a job. And I'm not saying any man, you know, definitely a quality man, a high value man. And it's not a lot of them out here, too. So, but, you know, women are waking up and they're realizing they need to step up their game because women are working out, man. Women are working out more than ever before. Jesus. I mean, everybody has uh, a body these days, right? What's next here? With ClickBank, do you ship your own product to your customers? Well, my products are digital, so it's no shipping that's necessary. Are you getting value here tonight? We always talk about relationships. It's so funny. Uh, questions for me. Talk to me. Talk to me. Questions here. Post them below here. Happy Sunday. It's 1230 a.m. here. Happy Sunday. I've never dealt with the real thing, so it was discouraging. You have given me more hope. Stan Aditra, I believe in you. Hey, Rainbow, how are you? Max the Great West, how did you learn to think critically and still be able to respond and articulate yourself so clearly? In other words, how did you learn to think faster while still saying what you mean to say? While still saying what you mean to say? Think faster. Uh, practice, practice, my guy, practice, Max. So think about, think about these rants. I've been doing these, I've been conducting rants for about three years. So I've probably did over 300 plus rants, right? So the reason why I'm able to communicate this way with absolute clarity is because of the repetition. I just do it so much. And then when I'm not doing the rant, I'm listening to people who speak well. Like I'm listening to Harvard. Like, did you know Harvard, like the college Harvard has a YouTube channel? I mean, I listen to that all the time. I listen to TED Talks all the time. I listen to neuroscientists, right? You know, I listen to people who have PhDs and doctors who talk a different way. Talk a different way means that they use different type of words. Um, and even the way that they articulate their their ideas is very different, right? Like Jordan Peterson is a great man to listen to. Men, you want to be a better speaker? Listen to Jordan Peterson online. I mean, when this man speaks, it's fascinating because 
a lot of what he says, you're not going to understand everything. You're going to have to go to the dictionary. And whenever I hear a word that I don't know, I look it up. Honestly, I do all the time. Every word. If I don't know what that word means, I'm going to look it up. I've been doing this for, like, I've been looking up words for a very long time. You know, I, I just, I don't want to hear a word and not know what it means. Okay. So it's just practice. Hey, Kara, how are you? Hey, Lexi, baby. Lexi, baby. Brandy. Grazia. What's next here? Uh, which online program is best? What do you mean? Can I borrow $20? No. Um, since you're not Bitcoining anymore, are you interested in investing in anything else? Yeah. Index funds. Index funds, they're down. Invest in them now. I'm telling you, the market is crashing. It's a good thing. What's next here? How can a woman be submissive to her man without being a doormat if he starts taking her for granted? So one thing, women, stop thinking that you're a doormat. You, see, it's all about, it's, it's almost, let me give you a great analogy. A woman, when it deals with a man that thinks he's a doormat, it's almost like a, a, a person that goes to <clears throat> the Royce Royce dealership and they're broke and they're there. But they think they shouldn't be there. So everything that happens, say if the salesman is looking at you, you're like, why is he looking at me? Why, why is he looking at me? You know, I, I'm not doing nothing. Right? You start to have this conversation in your head about what's happening. And maybe they just want to help you. And you're thinking they want to kick you out. So that's what men do sometimes in relationships with men. And they say, well, I don't want to be a doormat. I want this man to run me over. So every scenario that happens, you almost like, Weave it like he's trying to control you. So you have to lose that ideology about that men are just trying to control you. I'm not saying that men don't. Right? Some men do, 100%. But <coughs> um, it, it really depends on the type of man that you're dealing with. Okay. And remember, you can always express yourself. But make sure when you express yourself... Your delivery is soft. That's very important. I, I I, cannot express that more to you. That your delivery to a man, a quality man, okay? Alpha, whatever, rich, successful. It needs to be soft. If you say, baby. Oh, no. If you say, baby, I don't like how you're talking to me. Don't be talking to me like that. What's wrong with you? Don't talk to me like that. Let me tell you something. You're not going to make it. But if you say, baby, I really hate how you said that. It really hurt my feelings. Okay? I didn't like what you said and how you was talking to me. It really hurt me. You know what that man going to do? Oh, I'm sorry, baby. <laughs> Makes sense? I mean, it's it's the same delivery. It's the same um, response, but different delivery. You see? <laughs> see, that's the game. You got to play that game, okay? Because rich men, 
wealthy man, their ego is insane. Like my ego is insane, obviously. It's huge. Well, me having a huge ego is the reason why I'm successful, right? Because I just have this resilience. I have this ambition, this drive. It's like a fucking lion, right? It's insane, right? It may overpower a room, right? So if you're dealing with a man like that, you have to have the softer touch, okay? And some women know this. The delivery needs to be soft, okay? Delicate. You got to be a flower. That's what successful men like. They like flowers. They don't want a weed. Why would he deal with a weed when he can have a rose? Okay? Let me see here. Index funds. That's it, man. It's index mutual funds. But did that make sense? Bossy baby? Baby boss? Um... What mindset do I need to have to become a millionaire? Ugh, just Nickerson. Well, you need to have my mindset, sweetheart. Okay? And I would suggest you listen to my podcast. Go to Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin Podcast on Google and listen to my information. You need that type of mindset, the one that I have here. Okay? Questions here. You mentioned you have kids. I have three daughters, age four, eight, and 12. Oh, that's beautiful. What were the most important habits you instilled in them? And what is the biggest lesson they have taught you? Oh, I love this. So I have three as well. Two biological and one. She's not my biological, but I claim her as my child, right? That's Denaya, I have the age and David. Okay, so to answer your first question here, what did I instill in them? I'm going to be honest with you. So... Me and my children have taken many vacations. And every vacation, me and my children, we have long, long conversations about life, about people, understanding people, how to communicate with people. So I give them life skills with people. Life skills means people skills. Okay, I've been doing it for a very long time. I teach them how to react to people. I teach them when people do this, this is what's really happening. I teach them to have a sense of emotional management. So this is what I've been instilling in my children for a very long time. Like the skills that I'm giving you, I give them too as well, right? But I have to give them the skills indirectly, obviously, right? Because I can't just talk directly to them when they were younger because children automatically repudiate everything that you say. They don't want to do it. So you have to talk in a very indirect way, such as like you bring up a scenario about something. Say, man, can you believe a girl actually go out there and start having sex with all these men and have all these babies and now she probably got herpes? Why would a person do that? Then the agent be like, yeah, I don't know. Why would a person do that? See, I'm teaching her a lesson at the same time. She don't, she's unaware of what I'm doing, but I'm using other people, you know, say, you know, why would that person do all this, do all this and go take drugs and cocaine and look at their life and it's all fucked up. Like, why would a person do that? So I asked my children, I said, why would a person do that? I said, I don't know, dad, that's just dumb, right? 
because it reinstilling reinforces what they need to believe, right? <laughs> it's a good trick. Another thing I, I do, I send my children quotes all the time. So I let the quotes teach them, right? Instead of dad telling them directly, hey, do this, do this, do that, just send them a quote. Because the quote will do the teaching for me. I've been doing it for years, by the way. So this is what I instilled in my children all the time that would have taught me, like my daughters have taught me patience because I've had instances with Deasia and Denia when it was insane. I mean, oh my God. Oh, let me tell you something. Any father that has a girl know what I'm talking about. You know, your girl's going to test you one day. She's going to give it. And it's just, it's not because she's just trying to be mean. She just, it's just puberty, man. And she's becoming a woman. She might scream at you. And I mean, all kinds, it's just some, I, I can't stand you. <laughs> one of my daughters said it. They told me this. You know, I can't stand you. You know, thank God they never said they hate me. But, but what I'll tell you this, fathers, don't take it personal. It's not personal. It's just they're trying to figure out how your daughter at a certain age is going to have this um, moment of crisis. And everybody has a daughter. Know what I'm talking about? It just when she's trying to figure herself out, she'll be crying. You'll be trying to help her. I don't want your help. I mean, she just act up. Cause she just she just going through, you know, it's just the puberty, man. So I would say, calm down, relax, don't take it personal. Cause I used to take it personal when they would say certain things, and it would just hurt my feelings, you know, hurt my feelings a little bad. But <sighs> that's don't like my pop, my 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 girls. They have power over me, right? Especially Deasia, she just got power over me. Cause I love her so much, you know, and I love all my kids. But you know, it's nothing like that daughter of yours right and it's the first born so it's just like oh my god and david the boys you know he's amazing i mean i don't have any problem with david like none zero this guy's just perfect i love it so yeah be patient if taught me patience with women you know having daughters patience because they can get me so because see the widow with a woman i'm dating i can just get rid of her but you can't get rid of your daughter. You have to deal with it. You have to deal through the emotions. You have to, and you have to watch what you say because, you know, your daughters, man, they will say certain things that will blow your mind. Just like women, you know, women know how to trigger a man. They know what to say to really screw you up. And um, your daughters do too. So, but you have to work through it. You know, you got to work through it. You got to talk it out. So I, I'm happy to say that my relationship with my children are just, beautiful it's so perfect oh my god i'm so blessed i mean i just love it it's i have such a pure relationship i was talking to the the other night because he was having some issues with college and you know it's normal she's getting a little stressed out she have all this work and i was just talking with her and she'll get mad a little bit at me and i said baby turn your light she said no see i'm not turning my light on i'm going to sleep I say, well, babe, I'm trying to help. Well, I don't need your help, you know. But you got to be calm, right? Because he's stressed out. I'm the daddy. I got to be there. So I'm on FaceTime for like hours with her as she worked through her emotions. I let her go to sleep. You know what she texts me? You know when my baby texts me? She said, Daddy, I love you so much. You're just the best. Thank you so much. And she had the emoji with the tears in her eyes. I love her. Right? So... I mean, that's everything for me. You know what I mean? That's everything for me. I have such a genuine connection with all my children, honestly, with, with all of them, you know? It's, it's such a magical moment.
And I will hope and expect that all parents will have this type of connection with their children because it's necessary. You know, you have to learn how to be an active parent. And the active parent is not like some people like me. I don't talk to my children every day, right? I can go weeks without talking to my children, no problem. And some people are like, oh, what? You got to talk to your children? You don't talk to your children every day? You don't talk to them? I mean, listen, when I'm present, I'm present with them. And that's what's important. But I know children right now, teenagers, they're with their parents every day, but they feel so far away from their parents. Like they parents don't understand them. And they don't feel understood, right? And it's a terrible feeling for a kid to have, especially if they stay in your house. So, um, you know, some of your parents need to work on your skills. And I would say this, be an example. Exactly what you want your child to be, be that. Like me, I work out a lot. In the beginning, like my son, David, he never wanted to work out, ever. But me, I always work out. You know, Deja, she only worked out because she was always in... So sports, basketball, volleyball, everything, right? But, um, you know, they never want to go to the gym. They were like, uh-uh, we won't do it. We ain't working out. But now, 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 my son, David, when he comes to me, he works out by himself all the time, hour, every night, boom. Blew my mind. It's because of those habits, right? I, I kept working out, <laughs> you know, even though they was like, no, nah, I'm not working out. But for years, it was like this. And now my son works out all the time. And now when I went to go see DeAsia in Oklahoma, you know, she, she, she not only working out, she training six people, all her friends. She's leading the whole, you know, workout routine. I'm even doing the workout routine with her. She kicking my butt, right? So what I want you to understand is what you put in them and what you show them, it's going to be very powerful as they become an adult. And you'll see it happen. So I would say that. You need to demonstrate the type of person that you want your children to be, be that, okay? And they will, just like it says in the Bible, train up, train up a child in a way that it should go, and when it's when it gets old, it won't depart from it. Well, that's very true. Like, train them up the way that they should be, so be an example, and continue to be the example, because it, it resonates, okay? It's in the unconscious mind. And as they get older, they will start to do it. I'm telling you, I've seen very fascinating things with my children now that they're 18 and 17 and 15. I mean, they're just, wow. They're just, they blow my mind sometimes, honestly. I'm like, wow, wow, wow. Listen, that's my kids. I'm lucky. All right, what's next? Talk to me. <laughs> I love the genius trip. Awesome. My name's West Now. West Now. What's going on, young lady? How are you? Mm. I'm glad you love the genie script. Thank you so much. Um, how do you feel about those people who change like a chameleon? What? <laughs> Just to get the person that they want. For instance, if the person that they want likes rock music, so they pretend to love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, the person that's trying to be everything that you want them to be, then after you sleep with them, you find out they're nothing like that. Well, I mean, you know, you got to pay attention. Yeah, yeah, I mean, but, you know, men, women and men do this. Like, it's just not men. Women do it too, right? We all do it. We're trying to be something that we feel 
that's going to be more accepted by the opposite gender. But I, I never was like that. I never really cared about, um, you know, seeking validation from women, like trying to be something that she think I should be, because I was already that and better. So when a woman meet me, she's just like, man, I'm meeting a point zero 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 one percent of men on the planet here, because I'm already everything what a woman wants a man to be, if not more. Okay. What's next? Oh, okay, you find on TikTok. I ask, are you humble and spiritual? Um, it depends it depends on how you find the word define the word humility and humble. Spiritual, yeah, I sound spiritual. You know, I I believe a spirit exists. It's a power in the world that gives us the power that we have here today, which I call it God. But it can be called anything. So yeah, I would say that. But I'm definitely not religious. Like, I don't claim any religion at all. What's next here? Well, thank you. Someone said, be kind and be, be kind to the kids, of course I'm kind, but when they get out of order, you know, I'm going to turn into the, the, the devil there. How you keep the clutter out of your head? Queen Vanessa, meditation, you know. Honestly, meditation has been very effective in my life. Just meditate. Meditate, 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 meditate. As a matter of fact, meditate tonight before the live after live is over, meditate tonight for about five to ten minutes. All right, any more questions for me before I let you folks go? Did you have a good time here tonight on the podcast? Remember, if you ever want to join the live, just join me at Wesley Million Dollar Virgin. Search Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin podcast on Google, and you'll see that you can download this on your iPhone as well. I'm 19 years old, have plenty of knowledge about life and the universe, but some... How I feel, how I still feel trapped. What advice do you have for me, Mr. Wesley here? One thing you need to learn how to communicate and write, Mr. General. I would say that first. And um, when you say plenty of knowledge about life, you're 19 years old. You do not have plenty of knowledge about life. Okay, you're only 19. Um, The first step I would give you or first piece of advice is you need to figure out what you want, okay? You need to get clarity on what you want, okay? Which means you need to take a sheet of paper, write down, what do I want? And start writing and do it for 30 days. Every day, write what you want again, okay? Like day one, day two, day three, day four, day five. Make sense? Okay? All right, guys, I'm going to go ahead and let you go here. Thank you so much for joining. If you want access to my course, just type in the Genie Script in Google. Genie Script. It is a manifestation program which teach you how to use your mind in a way to get what you want. Hey, I love you. Don't give up. Remember, in life, you don't get what you want out of life. You get what you picture. Much love and let's go.